All right, it's in my mouth. How are we doing? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, buddy. All right, welcome back to the Panel Scanners Live at Free Comic Book Day 2019 at Carolyn John's. We're just going to jump right back into it with an interview with a uh, large fox man. And what, what's your name? Uh, my name is Tails. Tails? Yeah. Like like from like Sonic and Tails? Yeah, it's a long-running nickname from over a decade ago at this point. Okay. So uh, what what brought you to uh, Comic Book Day dressed as you are? Well, I was told costumes were perfectly acceptable here. So I just kind of brought one that I like wearing. Well, that's that's... That's fine. It, it looks good. So you, you, you've had that for a while. Uh-oh, you lost the bottom of your mic. Take this one. Oops. There you go. I can't see anything in here, so... Yeah, no, it's okay. They, uh, they fall apart sometimes. Oh, sorry about that. So is this your... Uh, so have you come to Free Comic Book Day before? Is this your first event? Uh, this is the second time I'm coming to this one. Okay. I've gone to a bunch of others during the actual Saturday event where it's Saturday. You're expected to be there at certain yeah. times. This one is always the most fun. Well, yeah, there's people in cosplay like yourself. There are drinks here everywhere very soon. Uh, if you yeah. don't want to wait, there are other bars and things open. There are wonderful people. There's lots of conversation. There's our podcast. There's comics generally going on on the other side of the line. There are lots of things happening. So, so this is your favorite event, though, out of the comic book days? Out of the half dozen or so that I go to, yeah, this is the most entertaining, it's got the most people, it's the most lively, it's just generally the most fun. That's good. And I can run around like this and people are like, oh my god, that's not a known <laughs> character, I want to get a picture with you. Oh yeah. No, because the people here are the best. The yeah. absolute best. Well, that's so, so, so cool. Um, so, are you hanging out until midnight then? Uh, yeah, I'm hanging out with the table playing Heroclix right now. Oh my god, I used to play Heroclix. Like, a few years ago, I quit right around, uh, was it Secret Wars? I can't remember which set it was, but it, it's been a few years. Ah. I used to love it, though. It's still fun on occasion. I don't play it that much anymore, so, eh. Yeah, it gets kind of expensive. Yeah, especially with poison. every new set. Yeah. But if you can get a set that you like, and you just play with that set, and nobody really cares that you're playing with it, it's a great game. Yeah, I agree completely. And I mean, it, it has the themes that we're obviously into if we're standing around a free comic book day. Yeah, one of the recent sets that got released was Everybody Became a Symbiote. Really? See, I would have loved that. So there's Venom Iron Man and Venom Captain America on the table right now. All right, I might need to run down there a little bit later and check them out. Yeah. That'd be I'd, cool. He'll probably be playing for a while at this rate, so. All right, yeah, we'll take a break again probably here in like an hour or so. He'll give me All a chance right. to run around and check it out. I might try to, if, since that's where I know you'll be, I'll try to grab your picture. Yeah, we're over towards the actual um, front of the line. Okay, awesome. So. Well, thank you very much, Tails. And uh, if you want to hear our podcast, you can grab one of those cards if you didn't already. And uh, it has all the links and all that stuff on it also. All righty. Thank right. you much. Well, thank you so much for your time. And, yeah, not a problem. Uh, and I'm a sure I'll talk to you later. Yeah, you too. All right. And, and I think next we're going to be talking to a group that we've actually spoken to in the past. Is this one working too, bud? Yeah, it is. Do we want to pass this one in too? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. All right, Darren. Darren is doing some crowd control, so it is me on my own. Hello, ladies. Hello. And you are who? 
we are the nerdy dancers of CLE. Which we have talked to last, last year. Two, did we talk the year before also? Uh, no, not the year before, but last year. Uh, this is our third free comic book day, though. I, I, th I knew you were here, but I, I didn't remember we talked two years ago. So tell me about yourselves. Talk to the people. You're really cold. Yes. It, <laughs> it's it, a little chilly. Yeah, it's a little rough this year. Your costumes are not helping life, I'm sure. No. no these are our new costumes. Every year we do a theme costume. This mm -hmm. year we are Disney princesses. So we have Jasmine, Ariel, Snow White, Tiana, Belle, and Mulan. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Summer works in progress. No, that's, that's understandable. If I were in your situation, I would probably also bundle until the last possible moment. Yeah. I'm making the bad choice of not wearing my coat, so it's it's pretty bad. It's a choice. So, yeah, yeah, right. So, how long have you guys been doing this? We were formed in 2017, in February. So we just celebrated our second birthday, but well, this is congrats. our third free comic book day. Free comic book day in 2017 was actually our very first public event. Okay. So it was the first time we came together as a group and performed in public. So what we are is we are a nerd fusion dance group. So we do dance, but we dance to nerdy things. We dance to Sailor Moon. We dance to Disney songs. We dance to I heard the Cowboy Bebop song. Cowboy before, Bebop, yeah. exactly. The that's guild. one of our the favorite guild. numbers. So we do anything that's fun and nerdy, and we try and go fun, nerdy places and share that dance with people. I, I think I saw you guys at Ingenuity Fest. Did yes. I not? Yeah, Ingenuity. Yeah. We'll be there tomorrow at the Dreamers Ball tomorrow night. Oh, awesome. Night. Yeah. I, lovely I, sparkle fairies. <laughs> yeah. great. I only really make it to the, the big Ingenuity Fest once a year, but otherwise. But I thought I saw you there this we, past. Yep. I think we've done uh, two of the large Ingenuity Fests, so we, awesome. we plan to be back this year, so it'll be our third year there as well. And if people wanted to find you online, where did they do that? We are on Facebook and the Nerdy Dancers of CLE. We are also on Instagram. Uh, I believe that is just Nerdy Dancers CLE. I know we follow you, so if you if you follow us, you can find them also. <laughs> it's pretty easy to do. They're wonderful. They are obviously people of their passion, and that's that's great. Like it's that's what, one of the things I really love about stuff like this. Like we can just really just be ourselves, right? Yes. You don't have to worry about anything else. You just let your freak flag fly and exactly. just enjoy it. Yeah, right. And that's why I started the group. I wanted to do something fun. I had seen similar things in other cities and thought, why doesn't Cleveland have this? Let's do it. Yeah. And we've been having a great time. We've got a core group of dancers who've been with us for from the beginning, and we've had new people come in. It's been fabulous. How many uh, members do you have now? Uh, I believe we're currently at seven. Okay. But we are always accepting new members, so if you're a nerd and you like to dance, you can come join us. We uh, meet in Lakewood on Friday nights. Okay. But you can... No experience. We don't ask, can you dance? We ask, do you want to dance? That's great. Yes. And we are preparing for our large show, our third full production, The Revenge of the Night of the Nerds 3. Okay. And that will be on August 10th, also in Lakewood. And you can find more details about that on our Facebook. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Does anyone else have anything to plug or say <laughs> or do? Some of them are a little quiet. They like to dance. They don't want to talk. All of our interests too. get to be incorporated somewhere within this group. You know, some of us like anime. Some of us just like classic cartoons. Some of us like Star Wars. Some of us just like to dance. Yeah. It's, it's all fun. good. Well, that's good. That's so wonderful. It's always so nice to talk to you. 
and I hope you warm up. And when are you guys performing tonight? We'll be doing three or four more sets through the rest of the night. We did one set already down for the front of the line, so okay. we're going to work our way down so everybody gets a chance to, say, to enjoy the nerdy fun. I usually see you guys like, closer yeah. to us. So, I like okay. to move around. It keeps us warm. Yeah, no, I know. I, if you've noticed, the whole time we've been talking, I'm kind of swaying back and forth. It's just the way I dance. This is all I've got. This is what I've got going on. That's yeah. We can throw you in. We're all, we're all a little off today. Yeah, just the just the hoodie and that well, yeah. hat. Yeah. We have another shirt, I think. Okay. Like you said, I've got my shirt over there. We can dress you up, and you'll be fine. All right. Yeah. I just might be a little more bearded than the rest of you. That's okay. That's okay. All right. I didn't shave this morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, thank you so much for coming by, and I'm sure we'll talk again later thank this you. evening. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, always. All right. Well, next up, I think we are going to do a dive into something that could be a little bit dangerous. I know it's still relatively new, but I have two fine gentlemen here with me that uh, are going to talk Marvel Cinematic Universe specifically. Nice of you to call me a gentleman. Yeah, whatever, Dan. Uh, so first, before I jump into it, introduce yourselves. Yeah, I'm Matthew Larson. I'm friends with one of the people from Panel Scanners, uh, Darren Poser. I'm Dan, just a regular nerd. I go by Dan at Arms. <laughs> and as always, I'm Phil. So with that, um, we are going to talk a little bit of Endgame. So before that, this is the general thing that needs to be said. There will be spoilers if you are unable to have seen Endgame at this point. I'm sorry. You might want to skip, what, 15 minutes most likely? <laughs> at, probably, least, yeah. at least, at uh, least. Just, you know, this is the heads up. There will be a couple things that are said that... You will be upset if you've not seen the film. So take a deep breath and skip forward. And all right, we're going to start. All right, guys, all right. this movie. Yes. <laughs> we were talking a little bit off mic before about uh, a lot of the things that happen in it and, and kind of how it was setting up what is to come because it, it's done, right? Like, oh, well, the, yeah, this, this series. The way, the way that I was trying to explain it to somebody who doesn't read comics is that this was like a comic book event with a bunch of tie-ins. Right. And this is the first event of the movies. And it's done. So we got to go somewhere now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you're a little off. Uh, so so what's next? What, what is the setup for us? Or before even that, this movie. What, what was something about it that both you liked and you didn't like? Start with you. Okay. Well, yeah, I just thought... Um, when you just look at it as it is in its entirety, right? This the creation, the amount of movies that we've sat through, the amount of movies that we've enjoyed. I just thought it was just a beautiful bow on a wonderful package, and I just thought it was a fantastic ending. And I thought it tied a lot of things together, and I thought um, it had a lot of opportunity to go wrong, and it just didn't. I just thought it nailed it, absolutely stuck the landing. So I was very happy with it. Okay, so that's I guess the but one thing that I said is it's just a good movie. It's just a good movie. <laughs> what, what's your bad? Um, you know what? I, I don't even know that there necessarily was a bad. There was, I mean, we can nitpick if we want to, if we really feel like we need to. But I feel like, in all honesty, it avoided so many pitfalls that could have gone so many different directions that I thought could have gone bad. And like I said, it just really didn't. So I can't even really ups be upset about anything. Even the three-hour runtime, like we were talking about before, oh, yeah. didn't seem that oh. was not yeah, no, not really feel fast. long at all. Mm -mm. It was not. It, it wasn't three hours. There's no, no way it, really it was three did hours. Not feel that way. Mm -mm. Oh, yeah. Not at all. Um, for me, what I really liked about the movie is that it tied up RDJ and uh, the Captain America's storyline in a nice neat bow. They're yeah. not coming back. They they're, they bowed out very gracefully. I'm sad to see Robert Downey Jr. go, especially since they he, he could have been like, all right, $2 million, 15 minutes of headshots, and yeah. just voiceover work, mm -hmm. which is all he really That's needs fair. to do. That's but, true. Because 
Iron Man's pretty CGI'd at this point. But um, they're gone. We got new people. But I did not like their, I mean, just this is just nitpicking, of course, was the girl power moment. It just didn't oh, make sense. It didn't make sense, yeah, it, as it, you said before. Yeah, we talked about this. Right. It was the idea that it wasn't, it wasn't because it was a girl power moment. There was right. no problem with that. It was the fact that during a fight like that, they were just there at the same time mm -hmm. to show off a little bit of flair and do everything they need. Isn't it's that worse? Field. Isn't that yeah. worse to go, oh, well, all the girls are just chilling over you here. Could, you could have done it <laughs> a lot more subtly yes. and it would have done Thank the you. same thing. And that was, the, I guess but, if I'm looking back on it, that's the one part. They did it just because they needed to do it. It was like a nod yep. to Captain Marvel. Yes. And, and again, even like they could have done it in the sense where they're trying to get the, the gauntlet across yeah. everything. Mm -hmm. They easily could have had it passed between the different women right. across the field. And that could have been the, the girl power married him to exactly. different person. It would have been a little bit more subtle, like you said. That one did kind of smack it you was, over the head it, with it. It was just Well, it's so like, we've got this. And it's like, all the women. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay, no, no. Yeah, there's no it way. Just, like, that, that's that's unnecessary. And, and I get it. I get the... But, like... It just and it, that that pulled me out of it for for maybe twenty seconds. Correct. Like yeah, it wasn't yeah. anything big, and oh, even no, after the just... fact, I was like, "This is because someone asked me if I were to nitpick, what are some things that I had an issue with?" Mm -hmm. And that was one, and it, it just it stuck with me mm -hmm. as something that was unnecessary to what we what we had leading up to it. This beautiful beautiful battle scene yeah. that just oh, kind of pulled God. you out for a second, and then arrogant Hulk. In the in in the diner, arrogant Hulk. He was a little too arrogant. I liked it. Oh, I liked it. I, a I liked lot. it. A I lot. thought that was a they great character. He's pulled together, but he's just so. It's just a little too. That was so a little too Hulk, and he he's. But it was it was. I felt like this whole time, and I think it's one of the great downfalls of this first arc, is that I don't feel like we got enough Bruce Banner. No, we didn't. And mm. the fact that he's such a good Bruce Banner. Oh yeah. And that was, to me, that was a moment that I've been wanting for a long time. Not necessarily him as the Hulk doing no, no, it. No, but more Bruce. But, but Bruce being Bruce and like him just being confident in himself. It's, it's this like feeling that, that we just didn't get. Yeah. He, he, him, Hawkeye, and Black Widow were just kind of like there. They were along for the ride up until that one part on the cliff. Yes, but but, it, but again, but good good part of the movie. I liked it. Did Look, you like it? I was going to ask you guys if you actually enjoyed that I, one. I had scene. some people say that they did it, and I was like, well, you've got to also think that they have this giant history that we mm -hmm. don't really know about. Oh yeah. And I think yeah. that's what the Black Widow movie is going to be about, is more of like her past coming in. Yes. <laughs> and that's perfectly fine, but while they were fighting, that was one moment. And again, it was still a great scene. Yeah. It was in, in, in and of itself, it was a beautiful scene. But it, again, was two characters that I was like, all right. You know, I mean, there was no stakes for me because I don't really feel attached to either character, but... And, and I think that, again, is the downfall of what they did, and, and it's not a downfall either. It's just one of those small things that you can go back and go, if they could do it again, what is something like this... If this Black Widow movie is what I hope it will be, mm -hmm. if they'd been able to insert that a little bit earlier into the timeline, maybe we could have appreciated that moment more. And that could be something yeah. we see that movie in whenever it comes out, and so then we go back and see this movie again, which, Black let's be honest, Widow is going to happen. Before yeah. the Captain Marvel movie, because yes. really, the Captain Marvel movie just brought nothing to the table. It, it right. did, it, but it just it did introduced also, the character. Which was a necessity <laughs> with what happened. True. Because but... you still needed to establish, it's like the, the passing of arms, right? Yeah. Like the acceptance of Thor, I like this one, and things like that, right. that we needed because we know that this is not it for the Avengers. No. This is definitely mm -hmm. not the end. So no, we, we needed that. It's going to be a new set of Avengers. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, we got a new big guy, bad yeah. guy to go against. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and we were actually talking about we what this were. could potentially be because of all the time travel. I don't, I don't know if you were part of that conversation. Mm. No, I wasn't. So, no. of course, at this point, we're at that whole, like, this is our general hypothesis or our general guess, and there's no fact in here no. at all. There are rumors floating around, one, that the Russo brothers, when they do, if they come back, want to do a Secret Wars okay. run. Right. Um, but the thing we were talking about was King the Conqueror. Yeah, with all the time travel, it okay. makes sense. With all the time travel, with the fact that they can now introduce the Fantastic Four and, to the mix. Yeah, and, and right, they messed right, right. up the timeline. Even though they tried not to, there's there's some paradoxes. But, and and the, the thing, and we were talking about some of the paradoxes, <laughs> yeah. too, which we can circle back to, but the whole idea of King the Conqueror, and like seriously, you said that, and I was like, Duh, duh. They just opened up all this like different time jumping. Why would Kang not be there? Exactly. He's Kang, the Time Lord. And, I mean, it's another big bad. Right. It takes <laughs> a lot to take him out. So I feel like I kind of missed the boat on the what we really liked, and I think the one that we haven't discussed, and I think it's probably the most important part of the movie, is Fat Thor. I mean, if we... Oh, <laughs> Thor. So I, I want to I say that something happened during the Marvel Cinematic Universe with Thor where he started off as, hands down, my least favorite. Easily. Considering the first Thor movie was, uh, and then Dark World was, an, it was a necessary evil it because necessary it tied everything evil. together. Sure. But it not was a good, good. Not, a, not a good film. Better than like Batman versus Superman, but still, a lot is better than Batman <laughs> versus Superman. Hey, let me have this. Um, so, so like that, and then all of a sudden, something started happening with Thor, and then we got Ragnarok, which was a buddy comedy, right? Which, it, which was, was really a, buddy a buddy comedy, comedy. absolutely, it's just a yes, fantastic well, movie. More done, better than anything. It, so. oh, it made no sense it made how Thor, good that movie it was. Made Thor or a mainline character. Yeah, I literally left that movie and, and I was like, comedic yeah, relief. That I mean, was, he was better asking. than a it's lot like, of things wow. I've seen. I've laughed. Right. I laughed harder in that movie than some comedies I had for seen. For sure, for sure. I mean, and it's got Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, and oh, I mean, it was and it was a comedy. And I think I think that was one of the beauties of the MCU with Thor and with all of them that the reinvention of that character was really really yes, interesting. But it was, so it was powerful. but it was very natural. It felt natural. And like, that's why that's why Big Lebowski Thor made sense yep. during Endgame. Like it, exactly. was, it was perfect. Yeah. And funny, and the and you and needed they that weird stuck cut. with it. They didn't, they didn't mess with it. He they, didn't get oh, big God. and buff by the end. He was no, so like, he just no. I thought maybe his hammer was gonna fly into his hand, and all of a sudden he was gonna get muscles again. Me it's too. Like, no, Me no, too. Still fat. And it's it just, awesome. Just I thought it was perfect. Happen. Oh, so so good. <laughs> but <laughs> giving us chubby people a little bit more <laughs> no. to live up to. It was. It was just such a beautiful thing that they did. This perfect warping of a character that that just what was just kind of there. And then and then we get this beautiful comedian mixed in and, and the thing that the MCU did so well was it started off being like these are big action movies and then you could start after phase one when we got into phase two you could say well like Ant-Man is a heist movie right. and Thor is mm -hmm. this comedy and Guardians of the Galaxy is your space opera like you started getting these specific types of movies that were still superhero movies and it's just when you go back to Endgame and Endgame is all of that it's just all of it put together it just it tied everything up in a nice, neat little bow. Which, how excited are you guys regarding Guardians of the Galaxy and the initiation of Thor into that click? Like, I mean, are we especially so with James Gunn coming back? I know. Uh, I, I mean, are I, well, we I went from we went from I would say the second most comedic Marvel yeah. movies, mm -hmm. which are the Guardians movies. The only sure. second is because obviously I think we're all on the same page that Ragnarok was where it, it was, was hilarious. At. Yep. Yeah, and then add that Ragnarok character, drop it in the middle of Star Lord. 
and the little and, and rocket and oh god, it's going just, to be um it, if they set it up like that and they are legitimately like you know what we are mm -hmm. doing Guardians of the Galaxy three and Thor is going to be in it because he said as long as they want me to be Thor, I'll be Thor because right. he likes playing the part. I think yeah. after they kind of let him have fun with it, except are they going to let him cut his hair again? Because that was the one thing he didn't like about being Thor is the long hair. Well, they he didn't like the wig. <laughs> well, now now he doesn't have to worry about being super buff either, so it all yeah, kind of balances out. <laughs> I, I feel like they're going to have him go oh, through yeah. some type he of uh, 80s montage. He's got he's to get fit again. It would be fitting, too. <laughs> it's yeah. just training such... with Drax, training yeah. with just <laughs> and, and having the uh, but I'll sit Rocky down and, uh, theme in the background. That could be the entirety of the next film, and I'll still sit back and watch oh, it and no, enjoy and every moment. laugh every second. It's just... So, so we have. I, I, so, what do you think the trajectory is going to be coming out of this? Like, do you think that? Do you think we're going to jump into an Avengers movie soon? Do you think we're going to kind of have like our origin story build up again? Do you think we're getting some new heroes? What? I, I don't know about necessarily new heroes. I'm excited to see about the Captain America, the next phase of that. Right. But I really want to see because I think everybody collectively loves the reintroduction of this version of Spider-Man. So I'm really excited to see Come where on, so good. they... But, but I just love the way that they, they haven't bothered with the origin story because we all know that origin story. And I think that the way that they introduce the character without having to needlessly go through that and just how For the eighth perfect. time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like every and time we have Batman, we got to know, yes, your parents died, blah, blah. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Oh wow. dear. So for us, I just I don't know. That's the what Empire I'm excited for is coming. Next. Yeah, that's all. Jeez. Look at it. Got a giant. The mic there definitely picked up on that. Yeah. Okay. Every year. <laughs> but, it's awesome. See, I've been hearing rumors that they're gonna bring back one of the original Avengers. Namor. Ooh. I don't know. See, it's. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if it'd be. The thing is, I've been. I have been so pleasantly surprised on absolutely every person they brought in. Because when they said Ant Man, when they said Black Panther, I was like, Yeah, but they did a good job with them. Exactly. So yeah. my hopes are still there. But I mean, with the success of Aquaman. But that's what I don't want. I don't want that to feel like it's a knee jerk reaction to DC because they don't need a knee jerk to DC. No, they don't. But, but if we're being. I mean, okay, I guess it's getting a little bit off the rails, but I'll go ahead no, and talk about it. But I, just, but I love it because I think Aquaman is does not happen if Thor Ragnarok does not happen. And I think that is the closest that DC has gotten to being able to make a movie with the right tone because I don't know. I mean, I didn't Marvel's see, I didn't see been, Aquaman. Oh, you so haven't? No, I have not. I was shocked at how much I enjoyed it. Really? Like, it was an outstanding, just fun I've heard movie. Good things. I just, yeah, I'm waiting until it. it hits uh, okay. HBO. <laughs> I, fair and, enough, fair and, enough. And that's the thing. I'm so hands off with DC movies ever since I got burned real bad with Batman versus Superman. And then I didn't see Justice League. Oh, garbage. I did see Shazam. Mm -hmm. Which I have not seen that it's one. A, it's, it's a fun little movie. It's sure. not like, oh my God, this is great, but it was no. a fun little movie. Like, yeah. I wasn't mad when I left. Mm -hmm. I was like, that was the first DC movie in a while that I came out and didn't feel bad about giving them my money. So that's that's something. But I, again, I don't know. I feel like they more... Mm, we'll see. I mean, but, we'll see. There's yeah. so many rumors out there, too. There's rumors, but you know they got to bring in some other talent. But, I mean, that is an easy thing. If they, if they actually go, we're doing the Fantastic Four and we're going to do it right... Mm -hmm. That's true. Which seems like the next logical And then we thing. can get Reed Richards, the true smartest person in the MCU. And <laughs> no, th this whole well, moon, thing, moon, everybody moon saying girl sure he's the is. smartest person. I'm like, no, no. But uh, it's still... I, Reed's the smartest. But it, you, if you also want to talk Avengers, I mean, like, does it need to be an Avengers movie? No. Because that's the thing. It could Avengers be... Avengers is pretty much It done. could be... 
the next run realistically could be Fantastic Four and like the the uh, fa the foundation. The, fr the instead Freedom of, Foundation. Yeah, instead of being yeah. instead of being the Avengers and like kind of going to a new path. They treated the same way they treated a Captain America Civil War because that was in you it, know in everything but name only. It was, an it was really an movie. Avengers right. movie, yes. and, but it didn't need to be you know it didn't need to be told as such. Yeah, yeah it. I I don't know. I I have high expectations, but I'm trying to keep them in check mm -hmm. because. We, this is what Darren and I have talked about since the beginning. Something has to flop at some point. You would like, think. I'm waiting for the other switch. Like, the other shoe needs to drop, right? Right. Why has it not happened yet? I'm not saying that I want it to. I don't. Mm. I, I mean, absolutely don't. Yeah. And I mean, yes, we had Dark World and we had the first Iron Incredible Man Hawk movie. Iron Man 2 is okay. <laughs> it's watchable. I tried watching that recently. It is not good. Yeah, it's watchable. <laughs> it's, better than, it's better than Dark World. Completely. Yeah. So, yeah. Iron Man 3 was only a step above Iron Man yeah. 2, too. So, I mean, could you put, it's, it's that rocky first phase, like going into like the very beginning of phase two. It, we got Doctor Strange 2 coming up, too. That's true. Mm. So what? Doctor so, Strange was one of the better ones in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. So we, we oh, it had, that was beautiful to uh, watch. Amazing. Oh, man. So yeah. cool. Like so much of that, like world warping. And, yeah. But yeah. so we definitely have Spider-Man. Yes. Mm -hmm. Doctor Strange 2, Black right. Panther 2. Black Panther 2. Um, Captain Marvel 2, they're Ca going to do another Captain one. Marvel 2, of course. Of course. And uh, Black Widow. So Black we have Widow. at least five movies that yeah. are generally announced right now. And Guardians Galaxy. Guardians of the yeah, Galaxy, exactly. which is starting to film in 2020. So yes. we have we have stuff we coming. Have stuff, like, but and we lost two big ones. How long has it been since we've had an Iron Man movie, though? That's true. Captain America, but even Captain America, it's hard to argue we've had a Captain America movie recently. Because yes, we had we had Civil Winter War Soldier and, then, and Civil War, but yeah. were those really Captain America movies? No, Winter Soldier, that was good. Winter Soldier was fantastic, but was it a Captain America movie? Yeah, it's more bringing back bringing Winter Soldier into the. And I mean, mm -hmm. and it was it was a, some Black Widow and like there's like Falcon. other stuff. Yeah, and I mean they really started blending in some of those other Avenger characters. Yeah. So I mean. That's the thing. Like, I think they did a really nice job phasing him out. Super important character, but I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was pretty seamless, actually. You know, at first I I groaned just a tiny bit at the end of that movie, but then I was like, Nah, I like it. I I, I thought it was good. I think it was done well. It would have been worse if they killed both of them. What's that? It would have been worse if they killed both of them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, just, yep. yeah. It wouldn't have felt as okay. No, mm. it would have. It would have felt wrong. Absolutely. And I I just think that. I don't know. I left and I felt like it was like this beautiful little thing that came with a nice little bow on it. Mm -hmm. It was very complete. Great send off. And it just felt very right. Mm -hmm. it, it was really cool. I think there was a couple of moments in the movie, and it's why we go to the movies because we had like visceral responses. And I just remember when all the characters joined into the battle scene, just how excited that I got for that particular one. And then also listening to the woman cry next to me about when the Iron Man. Oh yeah. It, I just to me I was like. Yeah, we really are truly connected to these characters. You've been with these characters for a decade now, so I just yeah. uh, I thought that was very enjoyable. But I mean, that yeah. is, it's, it was beautiful. I mean, we got no matter how you look at it, we got ten years of it. Yeah. We got ten right. years of this like thing. If you told me as a kid would have been something that exactly. we would have got to mm -hmm. enjoy in our lives, I'd be like, no, no. Mm -hmm. I saw what happened when you get more than two movies with a superhero attached to them. They sure. turn to a garbage fire, and sure. and this garbage fire never happened. Right. Even after 10 years, even if it swoops back around and it's not good, we got 10 years of it. Yeah. It took a while to perfect the craft, though. I mean, well, look at some of the original superhero movies. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I just, 
compare comparatively what we have right now to the earlier X-Men movies, the the original Batman run. Oh. That I mean, the Tim mm. Burton, even the Tim mm. Burton ones, which were They're great. Weird. They're so. Have you but watched them so, recently? Oh yeah, they don't hold up. Batman Returns <laughs> is the strangest movie. Except for also, Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, <laughs> she's still weird in it. Yeah. I cannot look at Danny DeVito as anybody but Frank from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> exactly. And, and then, so it's Frank being oh, the penguin. Oh, now. it's not okay. Like, <laughs> no. the whole time I'm like, oh, Frank, no, no. <laughs> so it, just, it, it falls apart. I just, uh, it does not. It does not hold up. So And then the, the other ones. <laughs> don't just, no, Batman no. and Robin. I've talked about many a times being one of my, the thing that broke me with Batman, I couldn't even read Batman comics for a oh. long time after that. Those are so bad. Oh, no. It's it's a rough go. I'm not happy at all about it. Oh, man. So, anything else to add about Marvel Cinematic Universe, Endgame? I can't think of anything. We no? pretty much touched on all the good points. Except for the paradoxes. We never got around to them. Oh, you mean the fact that Captain America may have actually dated his own granddaughter? There you go. <laughs> That's just a weird thing. That gross. Right? Right? <laughs> But but again, you think back to the whole like Back to the Future had it wrong, Bill and Ted's had it wrong. Right. Any, so those are but much Bill more egregious. Yeah. So. But yes. So I mean, who knows? Honestly. Who, who knows? knows? All right, gentlemen. Well, thank you so thank you so both. much. Of course. Thank you. And uh, that was a great conversation. We 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 can pick this up after the next uh, what. 22 movies and see what happens. <laughs> Jeez, 22 movies. Just um, amazing. Amazing. Welcome back, Darren. Thanks. <laughs> I lost him for a while. Thanks again, guys. That was that was great. Thank you so much, you guys. It was a pleasure having you. Um, I need your contact information. Sure. Could you put it down there for me? Can I have my uh, pods back? <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. <coughs> How about we do some trivia? Oh, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Is this our trivia there we go. Oh, person? Yeah. Feel better. yeah, here we go. Uh, she is back. She was with us before as Zatanna. Remind us of what your name is. Uh-oh, hold on a second. What's going on here? Oh, no. Did he turn it off? He did. Yeah. There, try that again. Alex. Alex. And who are you with? Uh, Matt. Hi, Matt. All right, so Hi, guys. here's how it works. We have right here a $20 gift certificate for Carolyn Johns, which you are currently standing mere feet away from its entrance. So, you have your choice of potential topics to choose from, and they are Superman trivia, CW Arrowverse trivia. Um, yeah, uh, are you doing okay? Yeah, because we're we're not doing okay. We just had a, a Wookiee stop by. We'll be talking about that in a few minutes. He's yeah. being flanked by stormtroopers. It's probably not good for him. <laughs> um, so anyway, you have your choice Thanks, from Dan. Superman, the CW Arrowverse, and Star Trek, Spider-Man, or X-Men. Am I right? That is correct. So we're going to start with you, Alex. Which would you like to choose from? Uh, probably Arrow. Oh, Arrow? Good, I'm out. I don't have to be a part of this one. <coughs> All right. The Arrow trivia. Okay. Which one of these characters has not shown up in the CW Arrowverse? Okay. So you're, I'm going to give you a list of four characters, and you have to pick which one of them has not shown up. 
Number one, Batwoman. Number two, The Trickster. Number three, Captain Cold. And number four, Catwoman. Choose Catwoman. Phil, we are terrible at this because that is correct. Ah! You take the $20 gift card, yes. gift certificate to Carolyn Johns. Thank you. Once again, thank you so much for thank stopping you. by the booth. Uh, if you could take a card and, you know, push out to your friends. We we met these two really nice podcasters, the panel scanners. I don't know if you got a chance to take some comics, but feel free to take those as well. Enjoy the $20 uh, on us. Have a great night, and thanks so much for stopping by the booth thank again. You. I, hopefully she'll, uh, you know, share the wealth. Or buy you something, you know. <laughs> of course. I saw her. He was kind of like, oh, dang it. All right, guys. Thanks so much. Thank Have you. a great thanks night. Again. Thank you. Uh, Darren. Take it there for a second, buddy. I think it's time we get into uh, a little while we were away. Yeah? Oh, man. Well, oh, man. Now there I can hear go. myself again. That's weird. Yeah. All right. Now that we're done talking <laughs> Endgame. So... While we were away, we've got to jump into some industry and whatnot stories that have happened since we've been gone. And I think, Darren, we're going to start with the big one. Yeah. Um, while we were away, some sad news from a galaxy far, far away. And this news broke late yesterday on May 2nd. Peter Mayhew, who is most famous for playing Chewbacca in the original Star Wars trilogy and played him several times after that, including he was uh, in the movie for uh, Revenge of the Sith. I believe he was in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon for uh, The Force Awakens and Return... Or, um, why, why am I blanking? It's the one I didn't like, the last one that came out. Uh, uh, the last follow Jedi. the Jedi. Follow the Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. <coughs> He died of a heart attack, was 74 years old. Um, that's a sad day. You know, when we started this podcast, all the original cast members were still around. It's true. And uh, we have since lost Kenny Baker, who was R2-D2. We've lost uh, Carrie Fisher, of course. And now we've lost uh, Peter Mayhew. Um, it's funny. I bet if you, a lot of people would probably would not recognize him. They'd probably be taken aback by his height. He was 6'10", I believe. Yeah, he was a big guy. Yeah, he was maybe even, maybe even over 7 feet at one point. Um, but I don't know if many people would recognize him, but it doesn't change the fact that he had an absolutely enormous impact on pop culture and certainly an enormous impact on uh, my, myself as a kid. The Chewbacca action figure is one of my favorites. I still have my original. He was kind of the guy I always went to when I was playing with my action figures when you needed, when someone needed a critical beatdown, you went to Chewbacca. <laughs> in the Star Wars universe. Um, he was always someone that seemed pretty pretty comfortable with his uh, relationship with Star Wars fans and in the Star yeah. Wars universe. Uh, he always seemed pretty grateful. And, you know, it's, it's been interesting to watch how the cast members have uh, reacted to his passing. Um, Harrison Ford talked about how he... Um, he had remained friends with him for or for as long as they since the day they met on set, and he kind of felt like you know part of him is gone. You know, I, we always kind of got the sense that Harrison Ford was kind of a gruff guy, but I think in years recent years you've, you've begun to hear the stories about how 
how wonderful he actually, of a guy he actually is. So certainly a very sad day. Um, our rest in peace, Peter Mayhew. And another story, a somewhat sad story. Um, Bill Matlow is one of my favorite writers in comics. And I have retro-reviewed, retro-reviewed two of his works, Micronauts and Rom Space Knight. Yes. And have others coming, including Swords of the Swashbucklers and DC's Invasion. He wrote for nearly every Marvel title in the 70s and 80s and had notable stints with DC along with Keith Giffen. Matlow is listed as the co-creator of which comic character that is featured heavily in the MCU? And I've asked you this a couple of different times. I, I honestly can barely hear you, so I don't know what you just asked me. I asked <laughs> you which character did Bill Matlow create who has featured heavily in the MCU? And this is not the first time I've asked I know you, you haven't, this. and my brain is terrible. Heavily in the MCU, it's it's not Thanos. No, it would be Rocket Raccoon. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Now, Matlow suffered a terrible accident in 1992, which has seen him require round-the-clock care since. While Marvel is raking in billions of dollars for Endgame, Matlow's brother, Michael, has had to create a GoFundMe to raise funds for Bill's care. This is not the only time Michael has had to do this. I'm happily going to donate some money for this, but Marvel needs to pony up here. They just made like a billion dollars plus. His care would be far less than 1% of what Endgame made, let alone all the other movies in which Rocket Raccoon appears. And by the way, DC is not innocent here either, um, cause, but the headliner here is Rocket Raccoon. Yeah. So DC needs to do the right thing too. Um, so, you know, hey, if you, if you get a chance, um, Bill Matlow, one of the great comic creators ever, one of the great comic writers ever, he was able to take properties like Rom, Space Knight, and Micronauts and turn them into interesting, give them their own mythology. So, I, I mean, as soon as I get a chance, I'm going to uh, definitely throw some money towards the GoFundMe. Phil? Uh, coming in July, Marvel is going to be putting out kind of like a bad boys of Marvel like spinoff one shot of Wolverine and Blade. This sounds fun. It's going to be in July. They, uh, I, I, it wasn't clear because I didn't read much of the solicit because I'm kind of interested in it. I know it's supposed to be a one shot. I don't know if they're fighting or they're working together, but it sure looks like they're fighting. I'm hoping for like a buddy cop vibe. Yeah, it could be a lot. We've talked about buddy like cops would, a lot tonight. I feel like they would get along. I, I do too, on on some extent at least. They wouldn't talk a lot, but they'd be okay with each other. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah, in July, Wolverine and Blade. Darren. All right, and another comic. One of the things we like to do on this podcast is convince our uh, co-host, Tim, who's currently on assignment, currently on assignment, we like to convince our co-host, Tim, to read some of the comics that we have been reading. Um, Phil, do you suppose I can interest you in a DC comic headlined by Batman and Superman? No. What if I told you it was no. being written... Written by Nail Biter's Joshua Williamson. Does your interest peak a little bit here? Slightly. And drawn by Ultimate Spider-Man artist David Marquez. Yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, new Batman versus New Batman Superman, not versus, but a new Batman Superman comic is going to be coming out late August or middle of August. And you know we've been big fan of Joshua Williamson on this podcast, so I, I kind of feel like uh, it might be worth a look. Okay. I mean, maybe I'll let you look at it, and I will see how it goes. More comic news. Yeah, Netflix, which has been pumping out a few uh, comics as of late is putting out their next one, which is a Mark Miller book called Space Bandits. The artist is one of my all-time 
all-time favorite, Matteo Scalera. Yeah, I like him too. And it's supposed to be like a fun like space rompus of like a group in space just kind of doing their own thing. I got his The Magic Order. Oh, yeah. And I really liked it. I'm probably going to sign up for this one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, absolutely. I was interested, and then I saw Mateo Scalera, and I was like, well, that's that's it, man. Like, I'm 100% in. Well, Phil, you might want to brace yourself. Um, in celebration and observance of Batman's 80th birthday, the Batman movies, which are often referred to as the Burton movies, are returning to theaters. Now, Batman itself is returning to theaters tomorrow on Free Comic Book Day, also uh, May the 4th. Batman will be returning to theaters. Batman Returns returns to theaters. Thanks, pal. On May 6th. Batman Forever on May 12th. And Batman and Robin on May 14th. You heard that correctly. Somehow, Batman and Robin is getting a theatrical re-release. That's upsetting. There have got to be many classic movies that had never gotten a re-release treatment that are kind of PO'd right now. And some more comic news. Um, Dreadstar is getting an omnibus edition. Thanos creator Jim Starlin has a Kickstarter page up right now for a Dreadstar omnibus edition. Dreadstar follows the exploits of Vanth Dreadstar as the sole survivor of the Milky Way galaxy. This is a series I've never read, but I have longed to. I actually have the first 35 issues or so. And it has long been on my retro review list. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. A TV series adaptation was announced in 2015. From what I can find, it's still listed in development at Universal. While doing some research, though, Phil, and I want to see if I can find this real quick for us, I came across the following list of movie or TV shows that are currently in development. Now, check this list out. I just need to get to where I am on my rundown because I have it linked. <laughs> One moment. Here I have it. I have it. Stupid. All right. Here we go. Now I'm going to scroll down here for a second. Yeah, I want yeah. You to, I want you, I'm just going to read a bunch of these things off. I think you're going to be surprised of what's currently in development. Now, these, these things I'm going to read that are in development don't really have a release date. Now, you already know a lot of the Marvel projects that are on here. Um, How are the ducks on there? Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You already know about that. Season 7, Nameless City. Is this they're in development? Yeah. All right. Um, Batwoman, that's coming out later. Uh, there were some ones that are really here. The Untitled Deadpool animated series. I didn't know. That's assuming that's going to be on Disney Plus. Dreadstar is listed there. East of West. Okay. Is uh, listed at Amazon Student. Didn't hear about this. Um, Harrow County yeah. is on there for Universal Cable Productions. Letter 44, which we knew about a long time ago, it's still listed as in development. See, some of these um, I think have been canceled. Because I thought that Deadpool there, was canceled. They said that thing's been re resurrected. Sex criminals. Yeah, I knew uh, that was coming. Uh, what else? There's a bunch of stuff that we've been reading. That Velvet, if you recall, that was Usagi the Usagi Yojimbo. Usagi Yojimbo, Velvet, which was one of my picks of the year. Um, <clears throat> Nailbiter? Nailbiter, Thief of Thieves. There's a bunch more. Black Hammer. What Dude, this is Black insane. Hammer? Yeah, this is, uh, it's like every show that's coming out seems to have, uh, hey, buddy, thanks again. Are you taking off? Safe home. All right. Take care, bud. So there's a ton of these things that are coming out. Yeah, that's crazy. And I, I, I'm kind of excited because a lot of these things are things that we've talked about and read on our podcast. 
<coughs> um, all right, so here now I actually assigned this. Next yeah, you story asked to you. me this. I wanted to know what it was because I'm reading a Conan comic. Right yeah, now. so in Savage Conan. Avengers, Conan. Um, Conan is supposedly getting a sword in issue three that is embedded with the uh, symbiote, the Venom symbiote, the Kalintar. Um, I don't know much else about it because I am reading the book and I saw the solicit and I try not to really look at solicits because I hate things spoiled, as you know, with trailers and stuff. Sure. But I saw that. I, I know that's what's going on. I can probably give you a better, like, a better idea of exactly what it is here in uh, I, I hope months. it's exactly what it says it is. Because I feel like we talked about earlier if, if Conan's going to fight Wolverine, but if he's got a Venom sword... I don't know. I think Wolverine might have might be in a little bit of trouble. Uh, I think that I think the Venom Sword thing is going to happen after that fight, though. So oh, okay. So we'll see. I'm not I'm not sure. So yeah, Conan Venom Sword. Next thing is something I pointed you toward. Uh, we talk about the Eisner Awards pretty pretty often. Yeah. Um, but there's also an Eisner Hall of Fame, and they announced a couple days ago that Akira Toriyama is going to be inducted into the Eisner Hall of Fame. Anybody who does not know who Akira Toriyama is, that is the creator of Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. All right. So this is a big deal. Like, this is something people have been asking for a lot of time. This is actually a vote from the community that is getting him inducted. So, I mean, I know growing up, that stuff was always on TV for me. And it's something that I just connect with. And the idea that this creator is able to make his way into that. It's just fantastic. I, I love the idea that a Japanese creator of that level is, is finally being acknowledged for, honestly, something that kind of shaped part of a generation. Yeah, uh, from what I've seen, the Eisner Hall of Fame is pretty, um, they're pretty liberal with who they let in, which is good. I mean, yeah. creators from all walks of life. Um, from the Eisner Hall of Fame to the final frontier. Now, there is, boy, CBS Paramount seems to be doubling down on, on the Star Trek stuff they're putting yeah. out lately. So here's what we got. I'm just going to go through this list as, uh, as quickly as possible. A bunch of announcements coming from Star Trek. A pair of Star Trek comics coming from IDW. First, the long-awaited year five, which I actually picked up today, is out now. Longtime listeners to our podcast may recall that IDW's year Star Trek year four was among my early favorites when we used to do What You Been Reading yeah. and then SSPS. Now, what this means is, the you know, the five-year mission. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission. The series itself was canceled after year three because each year was supposed to re represent one of the years of the five-year mission. So IDW a couple of years, well, I'd say, you know, it's funny now that we think about it. We've been at this for so long. It's probably going on eight years ago. They put out year four, which... Is supposed to be the canonical year four. Well, now they're just getting around to putting out the canonical year five. So I'm kind of excited about that. Um, it's the original cast, and it's going to be they're going to be drawn with the original uh, actor likenesses. So awesome. Shatner, Nimoy, um, for DeForest Kelly, and of course, of course, now my name's blanking. James Doohan, uh, George Takai, Walter Koenig, and Michelle Nichols. There you go. Um, and also, IDW was following up its Star Trek Discovery Season 2 with a comic because apparently, um, <clears throat> Season 2, I mean, I have not seen the show yet, 
But I guess it hit its final two episodes, and it was exploded across the internet. And people were saying that it's pretty fantastic. I haven't seen it yet. Obviously, I think what I'm going to do is wait for what's next, which is the Picard series is actually currently filming. It is expected to be released later this year, uh, late 2019. Something tells me that probably not going to come around until probably early 2020. But I think I'm going to wait until the Picard series is all out, and then I'm going to get the CBS for a month or so and try to binge both seasons of Discovery and then Picard. Gotcha. <coughs> and finally, they are also going to do a show on Nickelodeon. Now, this actually sounds kind of cool. Sounds kind of cool. It is going to be about a group of teens who come across an abandoned starship and their misadventures throughout the galaxy. So it kind of sounds uh, almost Star Wars in, in to some degree. In more movie news, uh, and this time a franchise that's in trouble, Indiana Jones 5 is lost its writer again, and they have abandoned the script that had been approved. Last we checked, the script was done, and we were moving towards production, and now we get word that we are holding again. Um, it's too bad. The reported script from Jonathan Kasdan was believed to follow Indiana Jones as he tracked a mysterious Nazi train that disappeared in Poland following World War II. The new script is to be written by Dan Fogelman, who is currently helming the NBC series This Is Us. I assume this means that we'll have an Indiana Jones that basically weeps through the whole of Indiana Jones 5. <laughs> Um, nope. Something else coming. Uh, we got word that Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to start filming early 2020. That is with James Gunn back at the helm and with the most likely added character that if you've seen Endgame, you know what I am talking about. It should be very, very, Howard very the Duck. cool. Yes, it's Howard the Duck. It is not Howard the Duck. Just so oh, you know. Not. No, it, it looks like it's going to be great. If it's anything like the first couple Gunn movies, it should be a lot of fun. Um, also, in Marvel World of Cinematics, Hulu has now picked up a Ghost Rider TV show. Looks like it's the same Ghost Rider that they were using in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Really? Yes. The, the, ca the car. Eh, I, never, oh, I didn't see that far right. into it's Agents not. of S.H.I.E.L.D. And a Hellstrom series. What's that? That is Satan's son, or Mephisto's son. So, it... <laughs> Who knows what it's going to look like? They're both obviously a little more in the demonic side, so it, it should have some form of interest in it. Excuse me. And I mean, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, or if we are going to have another good TV show or just more too much TV. We'll see. Uh, I feel like anything so at this point. The, the, the Hulu the Hulu verse stuff has not been as good for me. Um, oh really? Yeah, I just haven't really found anything I've loved. In one last piece of news related to Marvel Cinematic Universe, the writers of Endgame, uh, not, not the Russos, but the, the creators of Endgame, would like to do a Moon Knight series next, reportedly. Long time coming. Moon Knight, which I think would be very interesting looking at the different personalities of all of the different sides of Moon Knight absolute absolute cool idea but again who knows how Moon Knight would really fit into the Marvel Cinematic Universe because we don't know what the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to become because you never know what's going to come after the first of something isn't that right Darren 
That's true. Excellent segue, my friend. Uh, Phil, did you ever see the late 80s fantasy movie Willow? You mean George Lucas's follow-up to Star Wars? Yes. Yes, I sure did. It was an early starring role for Star Wars mainstay and one of the more prolific actors of the last 30 years, Warwick Davis. Wasn't Val Kilmer in that, too? <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. Was the sword <laughs> he was the swordsman. It kind of met with... I'd say middling success. Yeah. But I, I loved it as a kid. I, I remember liking it yeah. a lot. I haven't seen it in a long time, though. And as you, as you indicated, the movie was conceived by George Lucas and directed by Ron Howard, which okay. I think is often forgotten. Well, as all things that were somewhat popular in the 80s, it is getting a TV series or movie that will stream on Disney+. Plus. No further details have emerged. The rumor that the aforementioned John Kasdan is writing has surfaced. It sure seems like Disney is gobbling up anything and everything they can find to make sure that they have a crap ton of stuff on that, uh, on that Disney Plus or whatever it is when it launches in November. Yeah. Now, here's a story I've been following for a while. Uh, I don't know if you've seen this, Phil, but students at North Bergen High School in New Jersey conceived a high school stage play around Ridley Scott's 1979 sci-fi horror film Alien, one of the probably uh, greatest horror movies of all time. The play was met with astonishment from those who saw it, and I have seen some YouTube vids, and it looked crazy cool. They quickly ran out of resources, but Ridley Scott stepped in to keep the production going. As the students were getting ready to end the school year, they got one more surprise, and it was a big one. The Sigourney Weaver went to see the show, and she met with the kids after the play and took pictures with them and told them how proud she was. Um, it's just a great heartwarming story. If you have not gotten a chance to see what these kids did to perform a stage play in high school for Alien, you got to check this thing out. Just Google it. <coughs> Phil? Yeah, you mentioned uh, this this weird streaming service, uh, Disney Plus. I think this is the thing that's coming. Something. Yeah, November, ridiculously priced well and probably going to take all of our money. Uh, they've now announced Not all of it It's not going to be that expensive. No actually It's only supposed to be What 70 bucks for the year Or something that's like that crazy. Yeah it's crazy. it's crazy Especially with the amount Of stuff that's on it But they have announced What the episode length Of the Marvel TV shows Are going to be Somewhere between Six to eight episodes Okay so roughly half Of what some of the uh, Premieres uh, Yeah streaming. Yeah Which I don't know if That's necessarily a bad thing Why not make a movie At that point I mean it's longer than a movie Yeah yeah It depends on how long The episodes are I It's true right. Especially uh, if they're Hour long <clears throat> episodes Right but, I mean, I think they're going to be fitting for uh, what they most likely are going to be, which sounds like, for the most part, they're going to be, like, either prequel stories or I don't know exactly what's going on with Loki. But that was something we discussed in the Endgame stuff, and I promise no more spoilers. So, six to eight episodes, though, which is better than zero episodes, I suppose. Right, right, right. Speaking of episodes on streaming, Darren... I think Dan is within earshot. I think he may have heard me. Yeah, he can yeah, hear there me. There he is. I see him. Well, we're talking about Cobra Kai, Dan. <laughs> that, you know that show that you were so excited about last year? And then I waited all year to talk to you about season two. And then you came over and said, oh, yeah, I haven't watched that yet, you jerk. <laughs> Don't give me this crap. It's Cobra Kai, man. <laughs> yeah, you're right, dude. Like literally, there were like ten episodes of a half hour. You could have watched it while you were in line. <clears throat> At least the first episode, right? Yeah. Oh, anyway, season three has been announced officially. Uh, I just finished uh, season two. I started to tell you this. I just finished season two on Wednesday. Awesome. It's so awesome. Uh, I was kind of concerned that we were going to go to the well once too often here, 
uh, by all rights, it, the show shouldn't exist at all. We were kind of talking about that a little while ago. Um, and Cobra Kai has to be the poster child at this point for a game or a comic or TV show nobody asked for, nobody needed. People greeted the news with its inception with ridicule, and then it obliterated any and all expectations we had for that thing. Um, <coughs> season two sort of hints at a larger... Look at him. He's going to go start watching right now. I love uh -huh. <coughs> Season two started to hint at a a larger um, scope for the series. And I saw the internet start to talk about the Cobra Kai shared universe. I'm like, oh, no, whoa, 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 no, whoa, whoa, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't think that's what they're doing in the show. But everyone's talking about that. I'm like, first of all, there's no universe here. It's like a, it's like a village. We might have a shared village, but there's not going to be a shared universe for Cobra Kai. Um, I also recognize that the low number of episodes and the, and the short and the, the length of them is kind of what makes it so special and I can't believe I'm sitting here saying that I actually need more Cobra Kai <laughs> yeah, from all accounts Billy Zabka was doing just fine for himself but you know what I have to say he's fantastic in that oh man I gotta give Dan a mic again yeah go ahead He's going to be getting beer soon Billy anyway. Billy Zapka needed that show because he hasn't really done anything. He's, you know what I did look How him up. How I Met Your Mother. Yep. There you go. He was in How I Met Your Mother. Okay. so He's yeah, been I doing a lot of directing. <clears throat> he had a bit part in that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's oh, so man. far. I mean, you know what, Dan? It's been great. I, I'm, I hopefully you'll be able to, uh, you left your contact information, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we, we need to talk about this at some point. Uh, I have to admit, and this is probably due to mostly that um, Co Stranger Things has been gone for so long now, even though we're getting closer to it. Yeah. I have to admit that uh, um, Cobra Kai may be creeping up on it as my favorite current Oh, show. man. I'm a little bit surprised by that myself. Phil? Well, <laughs> let's talk about some nostalgia. One when, of, when do we ever do that? One of my favorite video games on the Genesis was Earthworm Jim. Do you remember Earthworm Jim? Absolutely, I do. A earthworm that is in a spacesuit. He whipped things with his own body, and he had a gun. It was funny. They are revitalizing that game. Oh, that's great. Did you ever watch a cartoon show? I sure did. That was a funny show. It was amazing. And I'm super happy to hear that it is coming back. And there's very little news about it, but obviously we, the internet exploded. You don't need to. That's fine. We're, we, we get it. It's Earth a side-scrolling thing where you get to whip things with your head. Right, hey, right, right. I can't wait. I cannot wait. All right, Darren. And finally tonight, and I'm a little bit nervous about reporting on this story. But anyway, here we go. Mark Hamill, Mark the Hamill. conscience of a galaxy far, far away, tweeted a fan-made picture of himself. Did you see any of this? I did not. He tweeted a fan-made picture of himself. Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, and Billy D. Williams in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon with the hashtag Missed Opportunities. Clearly, this was in reference that, in spite of heavily teasing us with a great reunion for these characters, this reunion would never occur. As you probably guessed, people got upset. Yeah. People on social media got upset. People with nothing better to do than search social media to try and find something to get upset about got upset. Many responded by claiming Mark was being disrespectful to the new cast and their hard work. 
Here's a couple of the tweets that were more popular. Do you realize how insulting this is to the people working hard for years to make exciting new characters for us to enjoy and how your tweets feed the hordes of fanboys who push people like Daisy Ridley and Kelly Marie Tran off of social media? Are you even aware of your poor impact? So this person is actually implicating Mark Hamill in the toxicity with which a faction of Star Wars fans operate. This is ignorance in action. Someone take Mark's phone from him. I've already seen this movie. Why would I want to see it again? Now, I don't recall the original trilogy, any scene where Han Solo, Lando Calrissian, Carrie Fisher, and Luke Skywalker were on the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. But hey, I've only seen those movies my entire life. Two things here. One, anyone who took offense to something so innocuous as a fan-made photo that delivered something everyone wanted to see is someone who, as I stated, searches social media for a reason to be outraged. Two, people who are offended by this have no idea what it looks like or sounds like when someone's trying to offend you. Let me give you an example. If you are someone who took offense to seeing Lando Calrissian, Princess Leia, Han Solo, and Luke Skywalker in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon then you are the problem. You are the troll. See, now that is someone trying to offend you because you deserve it. Look, George Lucas may be the creator of Star Wars, but maybe nobody understands Star Wars better than Mark Hamill. If George Lucas is the admiral, Mark's the general. He's the one on the front lines. If he says not having those characters share scenes is a missed opportunity, who are we to argue? But he's a classier guy than I am. His response was perfect. He tweeted, saw a pic of me with Billy D, Carrison, and Harry. Posted it because I missed them. Nothing more, nothing less. I love the new cast, too, and didn't mean to get everyone's knickers in a twist. Maybe I should have just posted a bunch of endgame spoilers instead. Hashtag relax and have fun, people. Oh, man. <coughs> All right, Darren. I think it's about that time for us to take a quick breather. Yes. And uh, we got to wrap this sucker up. We got one more to go. Oh, man, I can't believe it. So with that said, uh, we will be back a little later this month with the rest of this. And we're actually recording this in a few minutes here. Yeah, so, the beer line is open. So we yeah. are now in the danger zone. Yeah, it's, it's not great. So with that said, until later this month, enjoy your comics. What do you like about this character? Everything from the look to his attitude to basically everything he's about. And which is protecting the ones he loves. All right. I haven't seen the most recent season. I stopped after the Gun Gale stuff. That is in a timeline of its own. Yeah. But the new season actually just started up, I think, beginning of the year. Mm -hmm. And it's actually, I think, on hiatus for the moment until October. Gotcha. It's All right. supposed to be about 52 episodes long this season. Oof. Well, thank that you so much for stopping by. The costume looks great. Um, Please take some comics while you're here. Are you, did you already grab some of those? Yeah, you already grabbed some of these. You look great. If so, I look cool with the Hulk. Um, good job, and thanks so much for stopping by, bud. Thank you. Have a good night. Enjoy free comic book right, day. Take care. That was my fault. I uh, did something I should not have done. Did we ever finish? I think we did finish the Stranger Things. Uh, you the free said comic book Stranger day. Things. All right, so that's cool. Thanks, Jace. Thanks, Jason. Uh, all right, so I, th I actually think is that it for the. I think that's the time for a little bit good. of a breather. Yeah, let's take a break here. All right. All right, so uh, we're going to be continuing with our show from Free Comic Book Day 2019, the midnight release party at Carolyn John's. 
Uh, thanks so much for everyone who's joined us so far. Don't forget to check out Comics Generally uh, wherever fine podcasts are sold. Absolutely. And, and thanks can... so much for those guys for joining us. And we're going to get, uh, we got some more people coming. Yeah, and, and you can grab the next part of this uh, a little later this month. You got it. All right. Well, until then, enjoy your comics, hopefully free comics. Yeah. <laughs>